This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time to do, 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 do. Where Sean Levine will step into the cage with Brendan Tobin in Are You Gonna Fight Me? I'm gonna fight your ass. Here on Tapped Out. That's right, fight me like a man. Only on the BetQL Network. You know the rules. I want a good, clean fight. When I tell you to break, I want you to step back out my command and break. Now go back to the corner and come out fighting at the bell. At this point, I'm just deciding, do I give you the Mazda doll knee or do I give you the John Jones elbows? Welcome back into round two here. BetQL Network with Brendan Tobin. I'm the sports machine, Sean. The segment is called, You're Gonna Fight Me. Uh, you're going to fight me if I say John Jones needs to beat Cyril Gong to be considered the undisputed goat. No, I, that's ridiculous. I feel like a lot of that stuff is cemented already. I feel like the only thing that this win or this run at heavyweight really does for him is no one ever catching him ever. I feel like that's what he's fighting for right now because, you know, right, I'm sure somebody could, you know, come along. LeBron's about to catch Kareem in scoring. Like, you never thought that record would be touched. If this is what this is. This is like his definitive stamp on no one will touch me. This will never be a discussion. I am the greatest the sport has ever seen, and nobody can come close to it. That's what I feel like this run is. If he loses to Cyril Gaon after a three-year – I mean, everybody's telling me three-year layoff. I don't trust the GOAT. I don't trust him doing this. Then why should that be a big dent on his legacy? So you think even if he loses, what if he goes out there and gets knocked out in the first round? You don't think that takes anything away from John Jones' career? Of course it does. What are you talking about? I mean, why? I mean, he's got more title defenses than anybody. He's the undisputed champion at a division for a long, long time. Well, nobody, even, why, nobody even – uh, by, uh, by the way, a division that still doesn't have an identity since he's left, and he's been gone for three years. Oh, that's been lame. Since he left, it's like, man, they really miss John Jones. Yeah. But then again, he makes the heavyweight division all that much more exciting once we finally get a chance to see him in there. It's because of the O. That's why I think people respect John. Because a lot of you'll get into a conversation with geeks like us, and somebody will tell you it's Anderson Silva. Somebody will tell you it's GSP. Somebody will tell you it's Khabib. I think that like the Khabib argument is only because he's undefeated. Yeah, his resume is really impressive, and obviously his background has come up and beaten Connor and all those different things. But it's because he's undefeated. And John, don't tell me he's not undefeated. I get it. He's got the one loss on his record. I think that's part of the allure of John Jones, where if he doesn't have that anymore and he loses, it's not like he loses and walks away. He just signed a big long-term contract where if he loses, he has to come back. And then what happens? So I don't know, man. I think John needs – right now I think John Jones is the greatest fighter of all time. But that can go away. That happens sometimes. 
I think the interesting thing is more, I think the UFC needs him to win because as you're talking about the state of the sport, Absolutely. them letting Francis Absolutely. walk, I think that's more on the line than his legacy. To me, his legacy is, this is, this is, this is sprinkles on his legacy because that ice cream sundae has already been made and it is beautiful cold stone style. No, it's really good. And I'll take the extra sprinkles and the cherry on top, a little bit of whipped cream too, if you don't mind. You're going to fight me if I say that it feels like the return of John Jones is getting people more excited then the return of Conor McGregor, even the last time we saw these guys come back, like, I don't know if it's the long layoff. I don't know if it's that we're just looking for the dude. I don't know if it's because Francis just left, but like this, this feels different with John coming back. Um, I, I think that I don't want to fight you on that just because it's hard to have a comparison to it. I'm curious what that feels like when we get the news that Conor comes back and who is it going to be against? If it is a, you know, I will say if it's a Michael Chandler, you know, something like that, uh, then I'm going to be more like, you know what? I think I'm more interested about the debut of John Jones. And as you say, like we're nerds for this stuff. The the John Jones move to heavyweight has been something we've been waiting on for a very, very long time. Whereas Connor, he's coming back. I'm intrigued to see him. Certainly he's coming back from a devastating injury, but I don't really know what this fight is going to be for. So unless you're going to shock me and tell me this is going to be a, for the welterweight title or something like that, um, no, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I feel like the John Jones, it's fresher, it's new. It's something we've been waiting on for a while. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I can't wait for it. You want me to shock you? I'll shock you right here. Check this out. So Gaethje and Fazeev is official, right? That's going down and it's going down at UFC 286, the co-main event. You've talked about it before. That's on the, um, Leon Edwards and Kamaru Usman card at the top of the marquee. I've got Fazeev winning this fight. Would it shock you if I told you that Justin Gaethje's last opponents, if you're talking about the last four guys that he's won against, have lost 19 fights in a row combined? Wow. That's right. really That actually does stop Dude, 19? So I was doing the research on this because I was like, I kind of like Gaethje because he's only lost to Khabib and Oliveira in the last few years. And if you only lost to Khabib and Charles Oliveira, those are Hall of Famers. I'm not going to hold that against you. But then I looked at his wins, PT. His wins in that same time period, Cowboy, Tony Ferguson, Edson Barbosa, James Vick, man. I did the math. I counted it up. 19 losses in a row for the last four guys that he's beat. So it's like, I, we, yeah, we don't know a lot about Fazeev still. Are we sure that we know enough about Justin Gaethje? So you're saying the Colorado guy's got a Pac-12 schedule is what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I am. Uh, that be that, that you read it uh, that way. That does, uh, that does stun me. Yes. Uh, I would have figured he, he would have had a little bit more in there. Uh, but yeah, that makes, I mean, reading it back, it does make sense. He's still entertaining as hell. I mean, I still love Justin Gaethje and watching him fight and I can't wait for this one, but I think, I think Fazeev is a guy who can present some serious problems for him for sure. Power slap league made its debut earlier uh, this week. I'm giving it, I'm giving it three. I'll give it three seasons, three years, and then it's done. You're going to fight me? Wow. I think it's going to be sooner than that. I think this, really? first of all, I don't think the debut ratings are very strong. I'm seeing a lot of outrage for it on, uh, on social media, which I, it, it speaks to what it's like, I guess, having Dana White behind this, I guess that people are just, cause it's not like something new, like People have been doing power slap before. It's not it's not a new sport, but 
I guess, you know, you put something on TBS, it just gets a little bit more social media buzz. But it's I, I feel like this is going to be one of those. It's going to be a one and done. I, I would be stunned if it continues after this season. It's got the money behind it, though, and it's got Dana's backing. So I don't think he's going to fold that easily because that's embarrassing. And he's definitely a guy of pride. I think that it goes at least a couple of seasons, a couple of years. They hope that something catches because, to be fair, the UFC was basically done for a while, even at the beginning of his reign. And then it wasn't. And then it became this monster. So it doesn't feel like he's got to give up on it that quick. Although, have you talked to anybody that likes it or that watches it or that cares about it? Like, I heard Daniel Cormier talking it up, but that just felt like he was being a company man. I, I see a lot of people saying, you know, people are upset because they're like, oh, this is unsanctioned, you know, CTE, you know, John McCarthy, big John McCarthy came out pretty strong against it. This is basically sanctioned CTE performance. Um, I just don't know how you build a star in it. Like, I don't understand it. Like, you can't defend it. Like, is the guy who can – it feels like if you're the guy who can take the best slap, that's more impressive than being the guy no, who can no, give no, the no, best no, slap. No, 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 no. It's the guy that gives the best slap, and that's where you get your – I think the only way to have the star is if you get a guy, get this big, scary, like, Viking-looking dude that knocks everybody out with one slap. That's how you get appeal, where – because I believe right now there's several rounds of this thing, and you're going to tell them if you're going to slap with the right or the left and on three or five. It's very weird. If there was a dude that came out there and you had heard that he has gotten, what do they call fights, slap-offs, with 10 different guys, and he knocked them all out with one slap, you wouldn't watch his 11th fight? Be honest with me. I don't I mean, how long are the fights? 30 seconds? I guess I'll tune in or see it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't, you know, it's like one of those things like, yeah, I'm never going to say I'm not going to watch. I've watched... Dude, I've watched the lowest level of bare knuckle fighting. I'll go watch anything. I mean, <laughs> if I've, I mean, if people saw some of the places I've gone to watch fights, yeah, I, there's not a very big line for me as to what I won't watch. I just don't know how this becomes successful, but I could be wrong. I, I, I don't, you know, but I don't feel like I'm going to be. I feel like this is one of those things where, like, it's it, it's going to be, it's going to it's going to die a pretty quick death. No, I've watched many, many, many of the third world fights in the middle of the night that I'm like, I don't know what this kickboxing stuff is, but it's entertaining me. I mean, I've, I've watched guys fight bears and cages. If it's going down, I can bet on it. You know I'm watching it. By the way, this is the BetQL Network with producer Jake Noaker and my co-host Brendan Tobin. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Um, now that it's 2023, are you going to fight me if I say Patty Pimblett has become an unliked fighter? I think that he's basically disliked by most fight fans. Yeah, I'm going to fight you on that. I feel like, first of all, I feel like a lot of these fighters have such a dedicated fan base that when the fighter talks that the, the they have a following that, that keeps up with them. Like, if you told me, is Patty Pimlin going to get cheered or booed the next time he walks out to the cage and it's not in London, I'm going to say he's going to get cheered. I don't think he's going to get booed. Um, he had a bad week. Don't get me wrong. The Ariel Hawani stuff was embarrassing. Him getting the gift was embarrassing, but I feel like all in all people want to see, uh, him in the cage. They want to see him entertain. I feel like he has gotten the, the buzz behind him for a reason. So yeah, I think it was a bad last fight for him, but I, I feel, I feel like it's kind of his first mess up. So I feel like it's forgiven. What about Hamza Jemaya? Do you think he gets booed next time he goes, let's say it's in Vegas. Yes, he does. But I think people like booing him. Like, that's one of those things where I think <laughs> he likes being the bad guy. And I, and I think I respect that. I, I, I respect the idea that, you know, 
Chael Sonner says, like, nobody nobody wants to be the bad guy, even though, you know, even and, and that's why there's so few people doing it. I, 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 because I, I, I think for a while he was trying to be Khabib 2.0, and you can't. Like, Khabib's already Khabib. I feel like it's better to be more heinous, more hated, uh, not care about what weight class you're at, all that stuff. I think it, it kind of lends to the character of him being menacing. And he looks that way. Like, he, he could play a great villain. Like in Hollywood, I'm talking about. So, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm all down for that. Um, If right now I was looking at the pound-for-pound pound rankings, and I know I care about these more than you do. Right now it goes Volkanovski, Uzman, Izzy, Aljo. Aljo at number four. I guess he should be. And uh, Islam Makachev at number five. We're going to see Volk fight Islam here coming up in just a couple of months. Let's say that Volkanovski loses that fight. Like the oddsmakers tell us he's going to right now. He's a huge underdog. You get three to one money right now on Alexander Volkanovsky. I don't think he should slide any further than number two in the pound-for-pound pound rankings if he loses. You going to fight me on that? Um, No, I'm not going to fight you on that, but I feel like that's going to be pretty short-lived for him because I feel like, you know, John, first of all, if John comes back and wins, he's going to be number one again. Uh, if Kamar Usman wins, he could be number one again. So mm. I feel like this stay for Volk could be, yeah, I don't, I don't, I get what you're saying, but I feel like that's going to be a, a short lived stay at number two. If so, and I feel like if Leon beats Kamaru, I feel like he's going to vault him. So probably more than likely he's going to be at best three. If he loses to Islam, if he beats Islam, I feel like that could be one of those things where even if John wins, he'll still keep his number one spot. That was great stuff, especially when you hit puberty live on the radio. If he beats him, beats I'm with him, you. I wasn't even thinking oh, about that. Boy. You're right. John, you think John comes back, wins a fight, and he's the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world? Yes. Okay. You know? You some John Jones. How much money are you going to empty? Are you going to convince your wife to empty the bank account when John Jones fights Sir Ogon and John comes in as an underdog? Then you can get him like plus 110. Are you going to say, sweetie, we need to sit down and have a conversation because I'm going to take out blank amount of dollars and I'm going to, I think we're going to win and go on a vacation. Like, is that a conversation you're going to have? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, don't be silly, dude. The, the key to any happy marriage are secrets. Come on, dude. Relax. Okay. So that's a yes. What are you talking Which about? Which is cool. And I know you guys have this great relationship, but the truth is, yeah. Oh, oh I got one for you. You're going to fight me if I tell you, two ain't going to be your starting quarterback next year in Miami. I don't know who it's going to be, but it ain't going to be that guy at the beginning of the year. They have to upgrade if they plan on doing anything. You're going to fight me? Why do you say upgrade? You mean just because of concussions? Because he was really good. Well, not played. only is that... Uh, that obviously has become a major issue where he's the he's the guy where if anything happens, you have to treat him with the kitty gloves. 
But on top of that, it just feels like, could he get them back to where they were this year? Sure. Could they maybe make a move, try to get a guy? I don't know if it means move up in the draft, whatever it is. I just don't – you tell me. Is two of the long-term option out there? I mean, like you said, the key thing, it's just a matter of health with him, which is a big if, I get you. They were kind of weird concussions. These are not like, uh, you know, uh, you got messed up kind of hits. Like, he just kind of kept – other than the one in Cincy where he got slammed, like the one in Buffalo, he got pushed back, fell in the back of his head. This other one in Green Bay, nobody even detected it during the game. Um, that to me was the most concerning thing though, is because they found out basically because he couldn't remember stuff that he was seeing on film. But as far as talent, I mean he was number one in QBR this year. He he was he was he was fantastic when he was out there. Uh everybody had this concern with him and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill put up the best numbers of his career. Uh the deep ball between him and Tyreek was beautiful this year. But you know, it is it is a concern. I'm not gonna say it's not a concern. I just don't know if the options out there are that great that people make him out to be like, did you see Tom Brady against the Cowboys? I'm not into that. Derek Carr, get the hell out of here. Like the other options aren't that great. Um, and it doesn't sound like the Ravens are letting go of Lamar Jackson. So I know I think two is the guy they came out pretty strong for that too. And, and, and the head coach, I, I genuinely mean the head coach does love the guy. It is a little bit like breaking up with your girlfriend. You kind of got to see what else is out there for you before you break up with her. Right? Like, I don't know, man, maybe what I have, isn't that bad speaking of not that bad and speaking of john jones coming up next we're going to talk to a guy that fought john jones in fact gave him a good fight anthony lionheart smith the alternate for tonight's main event joins us next right here you're locked into the bet ql network